hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Human Design Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share something really amazing with you. And it's actually one of our new Millions of Millionaires sponsors. So to introduce this body graph chart software that we've been using that's been mind-blowing. So I want to welcome the amazing um, Taylor Jason, who is my incredible operations manager. Welcome along, Taylor. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. This is actually um, something that we implemented when? Um, April. Yeah. And we were just trialing it out because they'd reached out to us um, in regards to sponsoring the podcast or something like that, wasn't it? And so it kind of wasn't Mm -hmm. even on our radar and we tried it out and we had such low expectations. And then what happened? Well, I remember sending you a message going, Emma, why are we not using this? Because I was mind blown. You know, we get a lot of requests for stuff like that. And, you know, there's new softwares all the time. And I clicked on it, like you said, with very low expectations. And I started looking through what they can do. And I had, I got so excited. You know, the MG in me was like, oh my God, we have to use this. And I saw the potential of it and it has delivered more than expected. It's really awesome. Amazing. Now, before we get into the actual numbers, because I know um, numbers with Taylor is a thing in our business. She loves to share all the all the numbers. Let's just tell the listeners exactly who it's for and what it is. Yeah. So it's a great tool for anyone who uses human design in their business. So if you're a human design reader, 
a human design coach or just someone who uses human design in your business, if you, you know, incorporate it into whatever you do, it's a way for you to embed an actual human design chart tool into your website. So, you know, if you want someone to get their human design chart, you probably send them to an outside platform somewhere, you know, oh, go to this website, put in your details and get your chart, whatever that platform might be. There's a couple big ones. And what's cool about this is that it allows you to put that tool on your own website and it's yours. So when someone comes and, you know, puts their information into your website, they get their chart and then you can hook up, hook it up to your email list, to your newsletter. You can have it linked to your own content. You can customize the reports afterwards that they get, you know, so it's your own descriptions of what, you know, this type is or this profile. So that's kind of what it is. Oh my God, I love it. And it's so cool because I actually remember when Jenna Zoe, because it must be the same software that Jenna Zoe used and before anyone else. Yeah, right. And I was always like, wow, her chart looks so beautiful and it's on her website. That's so cool. So yeah, when we started using it, I was like, this is beautiful. I'm really excited that we can do it. But let's talk hard numbers. Like we have had some serious success with this, um, just adding this to our business. So tell everyone a little bit about the growth that we've experienced through using this. Yeah. So since implementing it into our website in April, there have been over 4,000 people that have downloaded their chart through the website. And that's unique. That's not, um, you know, someone who does it twice because a lot of people will go back because they won't download the PDF or something, or they lost it or misplaced it. That's unique. Um, chart downloads. So it's even more for double for people doing it twice. Um, and it's been really amazing. It's more than tripled the size of the email list. And, you know, you can set up you know, sequences afterwards for people to, um, you know, give them more information and keep everything in-house. Yeah. And because one of the really big things for us is obviously human design made simple. So it gives us the opportunity to um, give our way of teaching human design directly to the people who want it. And I love that. I love that every single person that wants to get their chart, that downloads it, we can then support them on their journey straight away, which is of course what you set up because you're amazing to make sure that not only do they get their chart, but they also get this support, free content support that helps them as they're you know, new to human design and on their journey. So beautiful. So how do people access this? What's it, what's it called? And I know that there's a benefit for listeners of the podcast. Yes. So you can go to the link in the show notes, or you can go to bodygraphchart.com. And they have been kind enough to give the listeners of the human design podcast, a 50% off discount for 12 months, which is huge because it's already inexpensive to begin with. Um, And then the 50% discount is going to put it at $25 a month. That's in us dollars. So wherever you are in the world, it'll be, you know, a little bit different, but um, 50% off for 12 months. And the code is human design podcast. And we'll put that in the show notes too, for everyone. And one of the other things I want to say, that's really cool about this chart tool is that it's 100% customizable and it actually gives Chiron and the four arrows, which is what a lot of chart tools don't do that. So that's one thing that a lot of people are drawn to when they go to get our chart from our website is, oh, I can get the arrows because of it or my Chiron gates. I love that. It's so cool. So check out the show notes, people get on it because really it is such a powerful and as Taylor says, inexpensive tool, like it paid for itself in the first two days. I seem to remember or first day I seem to remember. So it's so valuable. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to really build your brand and your communication with your clients. So thank you. Go check it out.
Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dudwoody. And today I have a guest with you. Um, No, I've got a guest with me to share her story with you, which is going to be super exciting. Um, Welcome, Jess Williamson. Thank you, Emma. I'm honestly so excited to hang out. It is going to be super, super fun. So before we get into anything, can you let everyone know your human design, your type, your authority, and your profile would be great? Yes, I am a 1-3 splenic projector. Awesome, awesome. And what I'd love to do is just kick off with your story. I mean, one of the things for me is that I've become super aware that we kind of have that moment where we fall down, get hit, bump into something. And especially as a line three, I'm sure that resonates with you. And it's yeah. a it's a trigger. It's a it's an invitation to go on our journey to start to uncover who we are, who, how we're to be in the world, how we're here to impact. Um, so I'd really love to hear like what was that moment for you and, and maybe the journey that you've taken to get where you are today. And then of course share with people what it is specifically that you do. Yeah. So it's a pretty wild journey and I'll try and keep it, keep it kind of short. But basically, I started my first business. I was working in marketing and I started my first business when I was 22 with absolutely no clue what I was doing. So I started a swimwear brand, which basically went global from day one. Wow. And I had no experience in manufacturing business other than my business degree, which looked how helpful has that really yeah. been? Um, and so I launched and went global from day one. And because of all of the hype and the marketing and just building an incredible brand, I got invited to showcase at New York Fashion Week after wow. literally one week after launching. So that was pretty wild. And I was still working full time for the whole first year of that business and pulling a lot of pretend sick days and going to the toilet a lot and, um, (laughs) you know, putting my business first, which I was the worst employee, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm here. Um, So I did that. And over that year, what I did was a lot. I think there was a lot of line three happening there. I hit adrenal fatigue. I was severely burnt out. I hated life every single day to the point where I would psychologically psych myself out so much that I would feel physically sick. So then I could call in sick to go to work. Mm. So it was like this whole thing that was just happening. And I stuck with that for like a whole year, grew my business massively. We were in over 46 countries in the first year. So it was pretty cool journey. But in that moment, I'd hit rock bottom. I'd hit adrenal fatigue. I was stressed to the max. I wasn't eating properly or looking after my health because I was like business and just doing had to come first. So there was all of that energy coming through. And I remember one day I got to my full-time job and that day I didn't take lunch because I didn't have time to pack lunch because I was doing work before work and then a two-hour commute and then work and then <laughs> on my lunch breaks going to the post office and all of that. So I didn't take lunch because I thought, look, I'm just going to have to buy it. And I got to work and I tried to pay for the parking and my card declined. And I thought, what the hell? Like, why is my card declined? So I logged into my banking and there was negative like $2 or something in my bank account. And I was like, that was the moment for me because I just broke down and I was like, 
holy shit, like I've always been a big saver. I'd always been like working since I was young and I was like, where the hell did all my money go? Like I was so ambitious and on this path and I think that was one of my biggest strengths. But I wasn't looking at the money. I wasn't Mm. being like, oh, maybe I should budget this. I was like, hell yeah, I'm coming to New York Fashion Week. Hell yeah, I'm going to do this. Hell yeah, I'm going to do that. And I couldn't pay for my parking. I had no lunch, so I couldn't even buy lunch. I'd hit rock bottom. I was just stressed to the max. So I had to go into work and basically for some reason I decided I'm going to lie. So I said to my friend, hey, my card's not working. Can I just borrow like two bucks? I had the rest of the cash in my wallet. And she was like, why don't you just use the app? And I was like, oh no, the app's not working either. And it was like this clearly, (laughs) it was so obvious, but she was amazing, gave me my $2. And I just broke down on the phone to my mom, as you do at 22, you're like, mom, I don't know what's going on. And I don't know what my mom was doing that day, but she drove all the way. It was like an hour from where I lived, drove all the way in, bought me cash to pay back my friend and bought me lunch. And it was that moment that I was like, I've got two choices here. I can decide that I'm not cut out for business. I'm just going to have to stay in a job. And I thought I looked at McDonald's. I think it was actually Hungry Jack's across the road. (laughs) And I thought at this point, I would rather work at Hungry Jack's and just not have to deal with stress in my life. So it was that moment that I could have chosen, okay, I can stay stuck, let go of my business and just decide I'm not capable of doing business. But that thought didn't really cross my mind. I was like, you know what, this is pretty shit, but what's next? Mm. And I just like took more steps and I quit my job and really there was no reason I had to stay at the job. I just created this rule that until my business is successful, I can't quit. Um, But I was living at home. I had no kids, no mortgage, nothing. Um, So I quit my job, leapt full headfirst into it. And in that first month, I think the business grew 500% Amazing. month as well. So it was a pretty wild ride. And since then I'd started five other businesses um, so I'd, I've sold my swimwear brand last year actually to someone in the USA because I just decided it wasn't what lights me up anymore. I was five years in and it just wasn't doing it for me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I was also looking for, okay, what really feels like my purpose? Swimwear, fashion, like fun, but didn't feel like my passion or my purpose at the time. So I started five other businesses and then I did it all again in 2019. I I was running, I was doing my coaching business, swimwear. I had a bricks and mortar events and photo shoot venue. Wow. I was also doing um, photography. And to be honest, I've gone blank on what the last one was. I did, I was running five in 2019. And again, I hit massive burnout because I was that like is this crazy is you know like <laughs> yeah. crazy and you know as you're speaking I'm literally just flicking back and forward to your design I'm like looking for certain things and one of the the the, the things is just coming for me I mean yes you have the 54 mm. which is you know in a very prominent place um which is all about ambition However, there, there's actually not in your a lot in your design that's giving you all of this energy. Do you know what I mean? Like you're a projector. Other than the root to... that's like, let's go. But exactly, look, it takes you don't even have the... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's just just crazy. And I love that 
you know, you've got five. What were you thinking? Why five businesses? How did you get to this well, place where you had five businesses? Like, okay, amazing. The swimwear is going well. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep running that. And that was ticking along well. Um, and then I was like, ooh, that looks like something I could do. And look, to be honest, I'm one of those people. I could literally do anything. Like, cool. Oh, I want to learn photography. Great. I'll learn it and I'll master it. And I think that's my line one as well. The other and, week. And that undefined I, G center, I reckon that yeah. undefined G center and the line three. Yeah. Yeah. And my, the other month, my boyfriend was like, look, can't be bothered going the hairdressers. I was like, I'll do it. I'll just give you a haircut. And he was like, this is better than the hairdressers. And I'm like, I, I could it. start any business that I want to, because I can just take to any kind of business model. I can, if I wanted to, I could start up a home hairdressing business as well. Like that's not my problem. My problem is not doing the things like that I could do. I love it. And, you know, (laughs) again, just geeking out on your design, you've got the 53 line three in your design earth. And that's like, this is all about new beginnings. This is all about expansion. This is, you know, when the 53 and the 54 in prominent places, like, yep, you literally have the power to expand anything and everything. And having that line three in your profile, like wanting to have all the different experiences, the line ones laying down those foundations, like that all makes so much sense. However, the thing that, you know, that keeps tripping you up, and again, I feel like it's just there yeah. in your design, is like <laughs> how to maintain it because it's a lot mm-hmm. of start and expand energy, but there's not maintenance energy. Yeah. Yeah. And so since 2019, well, in 2020, I was like, right, I'm selling the events venue. I started the process to selling my swimwear brand, which is actually quite difficult with global physical product business. So finding the right buyer for that. So that took a year. I stopped doing photography on the side and I was just like, all I'm doing is my coaching business. And the funny thing is a lot of people were like, oh, so what are you going to do with all your free time? I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like my coaching business was a full-time business making multi-six figures. Plus I was just doing all the rest as well. So I really lent into that. And what I started to do was really just learn that I don't have to do it all. That actually as a projector, my signature is success and I don't have to try to be successful. I just get to be. So that was a big one because I always had my own FOMO. Like I've always felt like I'm running a race, but there's no one else in the race. I'm just running this race. Like I have to win. I have to win. I have to win. Mm-hmm. And that's your 51, like in your personality yeah. sun, it's just driving. Yeah. And it's shadow state. It's looking outward mm-hmm. as opposed to actually just competing with yourself and yeah. growing and evolving. Yeah, exactly. So I was kind of like, okay, that makes sense. And I feel at peace with it because <laughs> yeah. I'm not losing the race if I like chill out. So I've changed so much and learning about my human design has really helped me with that as well. And it's really cool now because I literally run a whole mastermind called business for life. How do mm-hmm. we build our business around our life, not the other way around. So Mm. I'm bringing in that line three energy where I can now teach and guide others on that path as well, which is I love it. I love it. And out of curiosity, like, did you build a team around you for all these businesses? Did you get the support that you needed? Was there places, I suppose what I'm curious about is, 
yes, you learned about burnout and maybe as a line three, you had to learn the lesson a few times because that can tend to happen. But did you learn that lesson? Like, do you now structure your business or businesses where you have a good, strong support team? Yeah. So when I was doing all the businesses, a lot of it was actually automated, which is cool. Um, And then it was just the marketing piece that had to move, particularly the swimwear brand that we'd scaled and manufacturing is outsourced and all these things but now so who was actually, designing them who was designing them? I was designing them God. but that really I just designed what I liked to be honest mm. and I was like what do I like great put it down and that was probably five percent of the business wow. was 90 percent was the marketing I would say in a fashion business um but now I actually run a super lean business because mm. I've decided having to manage staff feels stressful to me. Like yeah. I could probably learn and and I have had staff and I do have an amazing VA who manages my entire business behind the scenes because I don't need to be doing all the admin and invoicing mm-hmm. and all that. But I actually would prefer it to be lean because if I want to go to the beach whenever and just be like everything can just wait or see it later, you know, I don't want people to have to be relying on me. I kind of want to run with my splenic hits and I'm like, cool. Mm. Yep. I'm just going to go do this today or chop and change whenever I want. So I felt found that lean has worked mm. really, really well. And then structuring my programs and offers and things to allow for my energy to work in that way. Oh, I love that. And you know, what's really interesting is I totally resonate even being an MG myself. I resonate with the leanness of the business. You know, I look to um, Lisa Messenger is one of my all-time favorites. You know, she's yeah. such a freaking entrepreneurial hero. And um, you know, just hearing her go through the, go through that process of having to shut down mm-hmm. her magazine and let go of the entire team. And then as she started to put the collective hub back together, they, you know, run everything as, you know, well, most of it as contractors. And yeah. to me, that just always felt so much better, you know, that that idea of I don't want to have a, an office where lots of people come to and, you know, I would much rather have a business, like you say, that that I love and I can go to the beach if I want to. You know, like one of the things I was just saying um, earlier before we got on the recording, like today's my Friday. It's a Wednesday, but it's Friday for me because I choose to only work three days a week. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and we can run businesses that way. Every one of my team um, they're all contractors, you know, they're all mm-hmm. contractors and, and it's all about like, what time do you have, do, you know, does this light you up? Is this, you yeah. know, and treating them as individual business owners, you know, like, so they're not here just to to do what I tell them to do. They're here to bring their expertise, their excellence um, to help us grow this brand and this product. And I love that idea of just running it lean because I actually think that a lot of people don't get that it's even possible as they're building a business. Yeah. Well, what I think, and this is something that I always talk about is what is your idea of success? Because Mm. And I coach clients through this all the time. They're like, cool, Jess, my goal is to have a big, shiny office. And when I dig deeper with them, I'm like, but why? Like, what what does that fulfill within you? And the only thing that it's oftentimes fulfilling is because I want to look to successful to others. Mm. Like, that is it. Um, Sometimes there is a need for an office and, like, that's amazing too. But oftentimes when we dig below goals, it's like it's not actually the purpose. Like my goal is to have a free life where I just, like yesterday I had some stuff I could do in the afternoon, but 1 PM I was like, you know what? 
the sun's out, it's not windy, perfect, I'm going on the beach. Like, yeah. And that gets to be how we can do it. Yeah, I love it. And I, I really believe that this is the future. I believe that this is the future mm-hmm. and I totally agree, you know, like that big, I remember being like I want to have the big shiny office, I want to have the big team, rah, rah, rah. Um, and it's not to say like we've got things on the horizon that now, you know, after running my experiment, my human design experiment for seven years, I feel like it's taken over. Like my ego is so not in this anymore. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's where we're going. That's what we're creating. Okay. Yeah. You're um, just strapped in for the ride. Exactly. However, having said that, you know, you can still create the business of your dreams um, and follow your heart and have that freedom. Because I know for yeah. me, one of the biggest things, especially because my business is getting pretty big now um, and we are growing, um, the team is growing. One of the biggest things for me is flexibility and freedom. You know, I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to be here for my kids. I, you know, it's hilarious because sometimes my, I asked one of my, my sons the other day, I'm like, do you think I work too much? And he's like, yep. And I was like, oh my God, talk about, you know, and because I instantly reflected to my upbringing and I had two parents, I'm an only child, two parents that work full time. And literally I might work two hours after he comes home from school, two, three days a week. Um, Whereas all the other time I'm around, you know, and that's the thing that I think is important about business is really understanding instead of trying to create these things from our head, we have Mm -hmm. to create them from our heart. We have to really um, you know, I had to sit myself down, especially at this because because of where my business is at right now. I had to literally sit myself down and say, "Okay, you've got a full permission slip. This is it. Now you just refine it. You don't have to grow anymore. Um, is this really what you want?" Da 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 da. Because oftentimes we're building and growing things just from our conditioning. However, we do need to know how to tap in, how to trust our or understand our design and where it's guiding us and how it feels. And then we can give ourselves permission yeah. to go, okay, yeah, apparently, apparently there's more to come. Um, yeah. How with your experience with so many businesses, obviously this is part of you know what you're on the planet to do. And that just reminds me I now to have to quickly look at your design again about yeah. something while you're speaking. But what are kind of as a line three, what are some of the really easy, simple, practical things that you have learned that people maybe should be focusing on um, when they want to either go into business or scale their business? Yeah, I think in terms of starting or just at any point, I really do believe that it starts with like connecting with your idea of success. Because once you have that, and it doesn't have to be your idea of success forever, just like right now, if there were no no rules in reality whatsoever, you're just the most expansive whatever, anything yeah. is possible in fantasy land kind of vibes, what would your idea of success be? Because mm. that becomes the compass. Yeah, That is how you price your offers. That is how you create what you're actually selling. That's how you facilitate your time, your team, what do you need to actually make that happen is Mm -hmm. the first thing. And similar to what you were saying about there's no rules like when it comes to human design, you can't segment the types, you can't just blanket approach. It's so individual. I think that's the exact same with business and it obviously is very intertwined because the person is running the business. Mm. There's no one size fits all. And I never teach 
specific strategies, but I will teach people strategies. Yeah, but I will coach people on that and then I'll give them strategies or teach them ways that they can try out and see if that works for them. So I'm all for still strategy because without Mm. strategy, there's no tangible (laughs) business or pricing or whatever, but I will never say, here are my 50 steps and they are definitely going to work for you. Or, you know, if you follow these 50,000 steps, it's going to get you X, Y, Z, because it doesn't. It depends on the person, the all so many things. Yeah, (laughs) and that's it, you know, and thank you, my line line three friend, you know, like this is really the point. It's not about saying, well, here are the structures and the strategies. It's not to say that we need no structure, no strategy, because that's not Mm -hmm. true either. However, it's this this idea that I always banging on about, like we have to go internal first, internal, Mm -hmm. then external, then we can find something to apply. You know, um, within my business, what's really uh, fascinating for me is like I designed from a business point of view to not be necessarily in the team. I'm designed to have one-on-one relationships with each one of my team members. Um, And then it's almost like someone else runs the team. So Knowing those sort of things is so powerful because then we can grow this business um, and anyone can grow their business in a way that really feels easy and effortless. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing I have to go back to because the thing I wanted to check is like, I, I don't know if you saw the look on my face, but I looked at your chart again. I was like, of course. Uh, um, <laughs> throw it at me. I'm ready. <laughs> just, just, well, just to say like your unique mm. talent, the talent that you have in the work that you do that's going to make you money is starting things is the new beginnings is the and then expanding and then initiating people out of their comfort zone to do the same thing and it's Mm -hmm. in the line three so it's all about experimentation it's all about trial and error it's all about well this just what you just said you know well this won't work for you but this will work for you um so I love that because from a purpose point of view you really you've discovered that core talent that's really gonna um you know create prosperity for you I think on that as well, like one of the biggest permission pieces for me was realizing that both my line one and three are kind of more introspective and I've got to do it for myself first because whenever people were like, what's your purpose? Oh, I want to save the world. I was like, I actually don't want to save the world. Like, and I, I never really, it never took over my thoughts, but I was like, do I need to find like I need to help the world kind of vibe, but I was like, I just am here to help myself. And then I'll, then I'll share it with you yeah. kind of thing. And that was a huge one for me. And that's a huge theme, you know, being a one, three, like they're both the lower trigram. It's all mm. individual. It's all focused on self. And again, we are conditioned in a world where we have to constantly look to the other first, or at least that's what we're told. And it's just yeah. not true. Like how you're going to have the biggest impact is it's about your journey and then you can go and share it. You know, I just, I love that. Um, And I love that you say that, like you want to save the world. Um, One of the things that I always think about is like, I, I, one of the things I said as a kid all the time over and over is I just want people to get along. I just want people to get along. Yeah, Um, And that's my 37, you know, it is my personality son. It's this really big energy. And that is the thing for me is I just want the human race to to get along and my line five comes in and says okay then well let's have this impact let's get them all getting along how do we get to to do that you know like honor their individualistic who they are on an individual level so they love trust and accept themselves and then of course boom you know as within so without you know we see the world as we are not as it is so people start to see the world in the same way that they see themselves ah you know the dream comes true i love it so so good 
as a coach, as a business coach, one of the things I'm kind of hearing a lot at the moment is that people are signing up with business coaches and they're not getting results. Obviously, mm-hmm. with you, you're getting results for people, right? Mm-hmm. So what would you say the thing that, that when you're working with people, and I know you've kind of given us these steps of like, um, you know, know what your version of success is, but in your experience, that line three, what are you sort of seeing? And I'm going to even... Given that you're a projector, I'm going to ask you, like, what are you seeing these trends, like with business, with entrepreneurship, all these people trying to transition out of or transitioning out of corporate and into their own business and growing businesses? Like, what are you starting to see as someone who's been running numerous businesses for a while now? What's your vision? What do you think is going to go? What's changing? What's growing? What's what's your opinion? Yeah, so what's the trends for the future? Yeah, just yeah, just as a because for me, let me see if I can make a bit more sense and make it clearer yeah. for you. Um, for me, I remember actually talking to a friend of mine, I'm gonna say 10, 10 years ago, and I was he was um running a sales department at one of the major networks. And I was like, you really need to invest in that direct department. You need to be talking to the smaller businesses because small business is going to be a really impactful thing very soon. Um, And I feel like that this is happening. I feel like we are (laughs) diversifying. I feel like we are taking our energy out of working for the man per se and starting to say, well, if it doesn't, and I mean, the younger generations, this is huge, right? You, your generation, that if there isn't this, this values alignment, if it's not coming from the heart, if they're not giving back to um, the planet, to the people, then they're not really interested. So I'm just really curious about where, in your opinion, you think we're going, do you think that it's going to be more uh, people are going into small business, into starting their own businesses? Or one of the things I'm starting to see is people are going into business then going, oh my God, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I want to work with an entrepreneur. You know, there's this, Mm -hmm. this is also happening as well. So I'd just love to hear what you've sort of noticed along your journey. I think the world in general is getting more and more micro. So where it was like big businesses and then it split off into medium and then like smaller business. And I think there was a stat, don't quote me on this, but I think it was like by 2040, 70 to 80% of the workforce is just going to be individuals working mm-hmm. for themselves. I not love even that. not even necessarily small businesses, but just like I work for me. I get paid and life is great. And whether that is working for other entrepreneurs or as a contractor, because everyone has skill sets that we need. And just as employees, it's like now we all just, the world is almost like one big company and we just get to choose all the bits and pieces that we need from all different people that we need. So I see that is 100% moving. What I think during... Obviously, the last few years during 2020, everyone, I think there was obviously that mass exit and everyone was online. But what I'm seeing now is that people are starting to travel more and get offline. People are like, holy shit, business is hard. Mm. Holy shit, everyone's not just bored sitting on their computer all day and I don't have a million customers listening to everything I'm saying. And even like platforms like TikTok are not having as high engagement or traction as they used to as more people join. So I think there was that. And then this next year that's coming, it's going to be a whole different world of whether people are then exiting all those businesses that they started or pivoting or changing into realizing, okay, what does success mean to me? 
Mm. Oh my God. I love all of that because, you know, we are in that chaos in the middle and I totally agree. I love the the stat that you don't want to be quoted on that, that we will be, you know, because this falls into, you know, the program that we, that our sponsorship program, we call it the millions of millionaires. Mm-hmm. Like this is this vision that um, there's going to be millions of us making millions of dollars that we can more than take care of ourselves and then invest in planet yeah. earth and and all of those sort of things. Um, and I'm just excited just to hear you share that. Cause I feel like I definitely agree. It's sort of the same sort of thing that I'm seeing. And it is this piece that business, it isn't easy, especially now, because not only growing your own business, it does take a, you know, it takes consistency. I think that's probably, mm-hmm. you know, one of my greatest skills is perseverance. Like I just keep mm-hmm. turning up. I, I can be messy. I can be all over the place. I can be, you know, not know if I'm Arthur or Martha, but I'm still going to keep turning <laughs> up, you know? Yeah. Um, I honestly think that is the number one. And I personally don't believe in failure and you'll probably be the same, but mm-hmm. I don't think failure even exists. But that is the number one reason why people fail because yep. they literally want it yesterday and they give up so easy and obviously our instant culture is yeah. creating a lot of that but they see people's success and they're like why don't I have it yesterday and then they beat themselves up and go on this spiral and then just throw all the things in and give mm. up really I totally agree and I would say that is the thing that I will attribute my success to my perseverance mm-hmm. you know I'm a dog with a yeah. bone that's what I am I just keep turning up and I've always had this thing inside of me that says you're here to make an impact keep going keep going and even mm-hmm. when it was hard I, I just I've always kept going yeah. and every level we're going to be faced with more hard more just just keep turning yeah. up as long as I'm in alignment listening to strategy and authority but I want to ask you because for me I've been doing this for lots and lots of years and then all of a sudden had massive exponential growth you know mm-hmm. and that that's wonderful but it did take me a long time to get to that point mm-hmm. but for you having success so early what do you attribute that to because obviously it's not inverted commas normal Um, and maybe it isn't, you know, it wasn't necessarily a strategy or something that you could plan. Um, and I kind of know what I, the answer that I'm, I guess I'm going to hear, but I really want to hear in your own words, like, what do you attribute your fast success to? Yeah. And I just want to add a little bit of a disclaimer because I actually, in terms of feeling successful is only now. Yeah. Yeah similar to you. Yeah, there was tons of money. Yeah, there was New York Fashion Week. Yeah, there was like so much happening in in tangible success, but the feeling of success now. But in terms of just I love that caveat. Sorry, I just did a little dance. Like that is the perfect (laughs) caveat. Like that's even enough of the answer, but please keep going. Yeah. But even in terms of I had an idea, I just did it. There wasn't any thinking. Even with um starting my swimwear brand, I had about 10 ideas. I was like, right, I've just got to choose one and do it. Within seven months, I'd launched. And now that I look back, I'm like, firstly, how the shit did I design, manufacture, ship, photo shoot, set up a whole, like, how did I do an entire product-based business, which usually would take a year plus if you're fast, in seven months with no clue what I was doing. And I believe 100% why I went to New York Fashion Week, why I've created five businesses is because like there was a part of me that was basically delusional that I was like, I am so 
capable of this success. It's not even a question to me of whether or not I should do it. It was just like, right, I want to start a global swimwear brand. It wasn't like, let me start a little swimwear. No, I'm starting a global swimwear brand. Right. What do I need to do it? I need to do this, 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 this. And I just did it. And I think that's how I collapsed time because I didn't spend all this time overthinking, oh, I'm now investing $20,000 of my savings that I've saved up for the past 10 years of my life on some bits of fabric that cover your tits and your bits. Like what happens if that doesn't work out? Like that wasn't even a question. And then the reality mirrored that. Like the reality. I love it. It's the governing belief, right? The governing belief that I am capable. Yeah. There's no way I would have been invited to New York Fashion Week if I didn't decide I'm going to make a global swimwear brand. Like it just Mm. wouldn't have happened because I wouldn't have done the photo shoot in that way. I wouldn't have positioned the marketing and, and all the things. And then even with starting five other businesses, they were all booked out, sold out and in industries or business models that I didn't have experience in either. But I knew, and firstly, my line one and my line three were like, I can learn and I can do it and we'll just figure it out kind of thing. So it a hundred percent comes back to mindset. And I teach a ton of mindset. Like I coach, I coach on strategy, but like a huge chunk under every strategy, there's mindset. Cause if yeah. I just said to someone, go and 10 X your price and that'll solve all your problems. They're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, I can't charge that much. So mindset hundred percent. I love it. And it really, and this is the piece that I think is really important and, and where we're going with human design is really, obviously that's my bread and butter as well. So I individually kind of bring the two together, but I think there's so much room for these two to really come together because, you know, basically what you're saying is you just had that governing belief and the governing belief was I'm creating a global swimwear swimwear brand and you just didn't spend any time challenging that. And and maybe Mm -hmm. if the voice did challenge it, you just ignored it. You know, that that story about even when the universe challenged me, like I emptied my life savings and hit rock bottom and burnout and adrenal fatigue and everything was screaming at me, stop like, don't do it. And I was like, right, I've hit rock bottom. I've literally got zero. To be honest, I was going to New York Fashion Week two months after I emptied my life savings. Like I still had to pay for accommodation and all things. And it just worked out. Like, I don't know how it worked out, but I was just like, there wasn't even a question, to be honest, of should I do this or not? I was just like, right, I'm just doing it. What's next? I love that. And I've got to say that I would also say that that is something for me as well that I've really noticed. And I'm going to use the term that you used as well, like that's helped me really collapse time. It's it's just Mm -hmm. this, well, it's done, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's already done. Um, and that is the piece that I feel so many people trip themselves up on, you know, don't Mm -hmm. worry about getting it right or perfect. Just take imperfect action in the direction of your dreams and believe it's possible. And at the moment you say, oh, but just don't go there. Don't yeah. invest in that story anymore. But, oh, my God, I could talk to you all day. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you so much for being on the podcast and having a chat with me, Jess. It's been so lovely. No, it's been so much fun and I could just talk about this all day as well. So God, I love it. <laughs> so where are people, where can people find you? Yeah, so they can find me. The best place would be over on Instagram at jess.williamson8. And on my website, jessicawilliamson.com.au. 
and because there's a lot of Jessica Williamson's, so it's hard to get anything. <laughs> and then, of course, on my podcast, which is just Jess Williamson, the podcast, and we've had a fun chat over there with you as well, oh, so they can come and listen to that one. I love it. You know who you remind me of, and you probably don't watch this, and I do mean it as 100% a compliment, um, (laughs) is um, do you ever watch Selling Sunset on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And you are so Emma. Emma O'Hearn. I think she's awesome. So she has. I will take that as a compliment. She's hot as anything. And she's just like, she has this big multi-million dollar business on, you know, that she's doing. She sells houses. She goes everywhere on private jet. And she's so sweet. She's so kind. Mm. She doesn't bitch and gossip and, oh my God. Anywho. That is the um, best compliment. And I'm all for reality TV. I'll take all the shows. Oh my God. And my friends are like, what is with you? I don't understand why you love reality TV. It's not what I would expect from you. I'm like, are you kidding? Human behavior is my favorite thing. I love it. I love it. it. Yeah. (laughs) So good. So Thanks so much, Jess, for being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I trust you've got what you needed from the episode, and I so look forward to having you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, Could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.